baseball cap pulled down low over his eyes, trying to catch a few more minutes of sleep before they arrived at the worksite. The conversation turned to sports, and usually Rob would have joined right in, but today he felt too jumpy to concentrate. He felt his palms start to sweat, and although he briefly thought maybe it was just the heat escaping from his cup, Rob had a sinking feeling that the constant fear he had been fighting for the last month was ramping up. Rob had been working construction for at least twenty years, and as a kid he had thought nothing of climbing up ladders or crossing beams without a safety harness. Sure, he had once seen co-workers take a bad fall, but he was confident in his own ability to stay balanced and secure. But lately Rob noticed he felt shaky and dizzy whenever he was doing roof work. He had trouble holding on to his tools because his hands were so sweaty, and his heart felt like it was going to pound right out of his chest. Even though Rob was too embarrassed to refuse the coffee that Bruce brought him each day, he didn't drink it, figuring the caffeine would only make things worse. As the truck turned onto the dirt road leading up to the worksite, Rob was filled with dread. He and Mary could barely make ends meet each month without his paycheck. What would happen if his anxiety got worse and he had to quit? Who was going to hire a 45-year-old roofer who couldn't climb a ladder? Joan is a stay-at-home mom with four children, ranging in age from 6 to 15. Although all the kids are finally in school, with one in elementary, two in middle school, and a sophomore at the high school, Joan's days are easily filled. Between serving as PTO secretary, volunteering in the school library, and just keeping up with the kids' activities, Joan has little time for herself. The only appointment she always keeps is her check-in with Dr. Sedona, the psychiatrist who has been prescribing Joan medication for panic disorder for more than a decade. Joan has been anxious her whole life. As a teenager, she had preferred a quiet night at home with her family to the parties and sporting events popular with her peers. At her older brother's urging, Joan tried living away at college, but after only a month in the dorms, she had experienced her first panic attack. Joan was reviewing her sociology textbook in preparation for a quiz when she noticed the words begin to blur and felt a wave of dizziness and lightheadedness. When her heart began racing and she couldn't catch her breath, she asked her roommate for help and ended up at the emergency room. Six months later, she was diagnosed with panic disorder. Fortunately, Joan hasn't had a panic attack in more than ten years, but she still lives in fear that her symptoms will return, and as a result, she keeps to her comfort zone. But lately, Joan has begun to worry about what will happen as her kids get older and expect more of her. Her daughter is always asking to go to the mall, but Joan refuses, knowing she would feel trapped and panicky if they ventured into the middle of such a large and crowded building. And the only thing Joan's son wants for his birthday is to attend a concert. But it would be too risky to try to chaperone a group of teenagers in an unfamiliar setting she knows would set off a panic attack. Joan is worried about how she will adapt to these changes and new demands. If you picked up this book, you are undoubtedly struggling with something you identify as anxiety. It may be that you recently experienced an event that has left you incredibly anxious, like the loss of a job. Or maybe you're going through a big life transition 
such as divorce or graduation from college. Perhaps you just noticed that anxiety has been gradually creeping into different aspects of your life, making it harder for you to live the way you want, leaving you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed. Maybe you've battled anxiety your entire life and wonder if significant change is possible. Or maybe you've always experienced a lot of stress and worry, but viewed it as integral to your success in life, and only lately have you begun to wonder whether there is another way of being in the world. Whatever your circumstances, through your personal experiences, you likely know a lot about this emotional state, how it feels, what situations are likely to bring it on, and, perhaps most painfully, the toll it can take on your life. We, too, have some expertise in understanding fear and anxiety from our own personal experiences, but also from our extensive research and clinical work in this area.